In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, if anyone openly declares himself for me in the presence of men, the Son of Man will declare himself for him in the presence of the angels. But a man who disowns me in the presence of men will be disowned in the presence of God's angels. Everyone who says a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. When they take you before synagogues and magistrates and authorities, do not worry about how to defend yourself or what to say, because when the time comes, the Holy Spirit will teach you what you must say. The Gospel of the Lord. If you have read the book Silence by Shusaku Endo or watched the movie based on it, a fictional tale that is woven around the historical persecution of Catholics through the lenses of the Jesuit missionary, Sebastio Rodriguez. You'll be familiar with how these Catholics were forced to renounce and recant their faith by stepping on the fumier, literally stepping on picture, which were images of the Blessed Virgin Mary or Jesus, usually a crucifix cast in bronze. Those who refused to desecrate or blaspheme these holy images were exposed as Christians, arrested, and further tortured, and should they remain obstinate in their ways, would be put to death to the most horrible forms of execution. We can only imagine ourselves subjected to a similar test or speculate our response. Would we step on these images when presented with this ultimatum? Choose life by renouncing our faith or death by affirming it? Our law presents a similar choice and ultimatum before us, but this time it is not the threat of torture and execution by human authorities, but the choice between heaven and hell. It is a choice between being acknowledged favorably by the Lord whom we have sought to courageously and faithfully declare our allegiance to, or being disowned by him because we have chosen to recant our faith before men. Most of us can list the greatest days of our life, which might include the day you graduated, the day you got married, the day a child was born, the day your child graduated or got married, the day you retired. You could probably compile quite a list, but our Lord speaks here about a day so momentous that it will outshine any other day of your life. It is the single most important day which should define our entire life and every action or decision of ours should be orientated towards this day. It is the day of the last judgment. On that day you will stand in the presence of God. On that day you will see the Son of God and you will hear His voice speaking directly to you. The Son of God will say one of two things. Either He will declare you or He will disown you. Every person will hear the Son of God say one of these two things. Our Lord makes it clear that what He says about you then is intimately tied to what you say about Him. We can do so clearly or we can choose to use 
vagaries, euphemisms, and politically correct speech because we fear that speaking openly and clearly may get us into trouble. The problem is that for most of us, we will end up choosing the latter more than the former, which explains why we live in a culture of ambivalence. This dilemma of either choosing to acknowledge Christ before men or to disown him can be seen in the story of St. Peter. Peter disowned our Lord, and he did that three times, and then afterwards he went out and wept bitterly. Then after the resurrection, Christ spoke with him. Our Lord did not say, Peter, I'm sorry, but you've disowned me, so now I'm disowning you. He assures us in today's passage, everyone who says a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. He therefore forgives Peter and restores him, not only to fellowship with Christ, but even to ministry for Christ. In the light of this, we can be sure that our Lord is not saying, if you have ever disowned me, you are done for good. Our Lord provides us with opportunities after opportunities to repent. This is what we see in the stories of so many martyrs. Some of them fled at the thought of persecution like St. Peter, but returned to carry their cross. Declaring Christ before men, confessing Christ, acknowledging that we are Christians, will be the most demanding challenge we will face our whole lives. But lest we think that this is an impossible task and demand, we are assured of the example of the cloud of witnesses, the countless men and women, martyrs and confessors who brave rejection, persecution, torture and death for the sake of Christ. In all these, they are not losers, but conquerors. But the truth is that for most of us, confessing Christ does not put us in imminent danger. I've never been beaten up for my faith in Christ. I've never been imprisoned. I have experienced some hatred, but never more than words. But that doesn't mean it would cost us nothing in this day and age. Declaring Christ today may sometimes cost you to lose opportunities, friends, and even family. But despite all the challenges we face, we also recognize that the hardest moments of our lives will be our greatest opportunity to confess Jesus. At the climatic ending of the book, our Jesuit protagonist, Rodriguez, hears the moans of those who have recanted but are to remain in the pit until he tramples the image of Christ. As Rodriguez looks upon the fumier, Christ breaks the silence. You may trample, you may trample. I, more than anyone, know of the pain in your foot. You may trample. It was to be trampled on by men that I was born into this world. It was to share men's pain that I carried the cross. Rodriguez then puts his foot on the fumier. Our Lord continues to be trampled underfoot by our fears, our lies, our half-hearted ways, waiting for us to repent so that we may once again declare him openly and boldly before men before it's too late. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.